Here is the next installment of our podcast about a divorced single mother of two who magically one day meets a man with five kids of his own. It was much more than a hunch that this pair should come together and form the blended bunch. Join us and listen to our thoughts on blending families, a topic that is much needed in today's world. Being single again after being married for 13 years is really different. I was in my mid-30s and once again embarking on the dating scene. I got a lot of advice about dating, and the one bit that stuck in my head was, you're going to date a lot of hamburgers, but don't settle until you find that Big Mac. Oh my gosh, dating was different to say the least. I felt like a fish out of water. I'd been married for 20 years and had five kids. I was in my 40s. I hadn't thought about dating in forever. I didn't even know how or where to start. The dating scene in your 30s isn't a pretty sight because I was now part of the older single scene, which consisted of guys old enough to be my dad trying to get my phone number. Someone told me that online dating was the way to go. Now, sitting in front of my computer staring at potential dating partners wasn't what I had planned to do on a Friday night. But once I checked it out, I actually didn't mind online dating. I could sift through the different guys and find those whose interests best matched with mine. Once I found someone, I could filter them. I would chat with them, then talk to them on the phone, and then meet them in person if I liked them. I have to admit that online dating was awesome for all those same reasons Marianne mentions. One thing I found in dating the second time around was things tend to move quickly. What I mean by this is the people you sift through and meet had similar stories. They had typically been married before, had kids, and had been through college and careers. I found often I had to put the brakes on, which was different for a guy to have to do that. I was pretty cautious, and until I met Marianne, I honestly just didn't feel like I'd met the right person. I spent endless hours sifting through all of those hamburgers, and I found that everyone had baggage. Prior relationships, kids, and other stuff they brought with them. Now, I know that I had baggage, too, but my level of interest depended to an extent on what type of baggage I could handle. The guys that were quite a bit younger than me didn't have the emotional maturity that I needed. Then there were the guys who had never been married or had no kids, or those who were really still waiting for the next best thing. After what seemed like endless hours of single socials and online dating, I realized I was fine just hanging out by myself and not dating at all. All I was doing was running into plain old hamburgers. I knew I hadn't found my Big Mac yet, and I didn't want to just settle. I agree with Marianne on a really important point she just made. I too came to a point when I was single where I had come to peace with life. I was comfortable in my own skin, so to speak. I was happy being by myself or just hanging out with my kids. I knew I would remarry at some point, but I wasn't desperate or felt like I had to jump or else I wouldn't have another chance. I knew I'd be guided to the right person, and that peace was priceless. It was interesting that when I was finally content with my life and myself is when my Big Mac made his appearance. One day, while I was casually checking out who was online, there appeared the sky. And as crazy as it sounds, the minute I saw him, I knew he was the one. Just like when you're house shopping and you walk into the perfect house and feel at home, that's how I felt on our first date. What I remember about seeing Marianne at first online was her beauty and spunkiness. I could just tell. The pictures of her and her kids were so sweet. 
When we finally went out on our first date, we just talked and laughed and laughed. There was no pressure to perform. I could just be me, and I liked that. At this point, I really want to stress to anyone who is dating, whether you've been married before or not, that it is so important to get to know that person well. Ask them all kinds of questions. Put yourself in lots of different situations with them and meet the people they're close to. All of those things are important because when you get married, you will have many challenges and experiences, and you need to be able to handle things as a partnership. You need to know what to expect. Marianne is so right, and I'll give her all the credit for this. I'm an introvert by nature, and one really important thing I learned to do while I was single was to express myself. So this helped as she and I started to explore our thoughts and feelings. I was open, and she was too, completely. She brought a lot of that out in me because she did ask me a lot of questions, and we talked, and we talked, and we talked. But I'm glad we did because that set the precedent for our current relationship. We talk about everything. As good as I felt about him, I was nervous to think about taking that leap and getting remarried. I felt like I had failed once with a marriage, and I didn't want to fail again. So after dating and drilling this poor guy with a million questions, after being in a lot of different situations alone and with our kids, and after much prayer, I finally felt the peace and confirmation I needed to marry Patrick, my true love, my Big Mac. Come to find out he's everything I ever wanted in a husband. It's funny she would call me her Big Mac because that was my favorite hamburger growing up. Must be that extra bun in the middle. All kidding aside, Marianne is more than I could ever have asked for in a wife. Not only in a wife, but also as a stepmom and an example to my kids, which has been every bit as important. After we were married, the challenge was putting our two families together into one house, and there were some lessons we learned along the way. At the time, he had three kids alternating between their two parents' homes, and I had two kids doing the same. His three girls were 15, 12, and 7 years old. My daughter was 7, and my son was 4 years old. We decided that Patrick and his kids would move into the four-bedroom house that I was renting. We had our master bedroom. My son was in one bedroom by himself. The two older girls shared a bedroom, and the two younger girls shared a bedroom. This worked okay temporarily, but we soon found out that it was so important that each kid had their own space. This gave them some control and a place to escape if things were just too much for them. So after about a year, we started to look for a house that was big enough for each kid to have their own room. I was also a child of divorce, and having had the perspective of sharing a room and then having my own room was really important. This influenced my opinion very strongly. As an adult now, I look back at the sacrifice my mom and stepdad made to actually build an addition to our small house so all of us kids could have our own space. I really love and appreciate them for doing that. Another really important way we formed our home was that we aligned our kids' schedules so all the kids living at home would be at our home on the same weekends together. When they are all with us, we try to do something fun as a family, such as play games, make cookies, or watch a movie. We also are consistent in attending church together. Around the holidays, we started traditions such as carving pumpkins and giving everyone Christmas pajamas. What I really love is the kids who have moved on to college, marriage, and their own lives still come back. And we have big family dinners for birthdays and holidays. We play games. We watch movies. 
We support each other in important events, and it's such a blast when we get back together. I really love those times. Another lesson we learned while making our home was that it was important to hang pictures of all of our kids in our house, even and maybe especially for the kids that had grown older and moved out and on with their own lives. We wanted all of them to still feel included in our home, and when they come home, they look at those pictures on the wall. You feel lost going through a divorce and not being around your kids all the time. Having pictures of everyone helped me feel their presence and see their smiling faces. I miss them when they aren't at home. I think the kids like those pictures, too. They remind them of happy times. The beginning of our marriage seemed more difficult because there were kids of different ages with different personalities, and they were all trying to get used to each other. One thing I realized early on that helped me was that if there was anger from any of the kids, it wasn't necessarily about me. The kids were dealing with the loss of their parents not being together and getting used to a different situation. I still try to remember that. That is important to realize. It's hard sometimes because of strong feelings and dynamics, but as we mentioned in our prior podcast, the kids have to come first. And you know, I found a secret. The more I put them first, my kids and my stepkids equally, the easier it gets. Our family has come a long way. We've been through lots of ups and downs together. We still have them, but we've also developed deep, lasting relationships. Looking back on it now, I realize how much time and effort it takes to earn their trust, love, and respect, but it's been worth every moment. Thanks for listening today. Join us for our next podcast and email us at ourblendedbunch at yahoo.com with your thoughts and ideas.